Hey everybody, welcome to the export. I'm Raven X and it is just me because I am coming at y'all with my immediate first round draft grades from the 2023 NFL draft. The draft is quite literally just wrapped up and after almost four hours, we finally know the first round picks and where they go. And just as everyone predicted, it was pretty, uh, pretty wild. And I'm excited to go ahead and get started talking about these picks. But before we get to that, please be sure to check out the export.net. I repeat the export.net for exclusive sports content written by yours truly and fellow export writers. Previous episodes of our lovely podcast and our YouTube channel entitled The X Report. Without further ado, let's go ahead and start things off with the first overall pick and Bryce Young officially becoming a Carolina Panther. Overall, I give this move an A minus. I mean, like I said, everybody was expecting it to come. Uh, Thursday night just made it official. I think that with the Carolina Panthers, they're getting the best quarterback of the draft, the most polished quarterback of the draft, and one that I think can really help turn this team around, even though they definitely still have some weapons that they could um, they could add to the team. They still got five more picks to go in the round in the draft to do that. So overall, I like this pick. Second overall pick, the Houston Texans select quarterback C.J. Stroud. I give this a B plus. I mean, is there some questions about what C.J. Stroud can be in the pros? Sure, absolutely. But I do think that the Texans had the right idea by taking a quarterback. There was so much smoke over the past few weeks about them not actually taking one with the second overall pick, which let's be honest, that would have been stupid. And they did the smart thing taking C.J., and I'm excited to see what he's able to do. Third overall pick, the Houston Texans make a trade with the Arizona Cardinals to take edge rusher Will Anderson out of Alabama. For me, this is an A+. I mean, you know D'Amico Rice is a defensive guy. He's coming from San Francisco where they had one of the best front sevens in the league. And though Will Anderson isn't exactly the type of playmaker that Nick Bosa is, D'Amico Ryan saw every day how important it is to have a solid player on the edge. Will Anderson provides that for him. A-plus all across the board. Next up, we have the fourth overall pick, where the Indianapolis Colts selected quarterback Anthony Richardson. I'm not a hater. I promise I'm not. But I would give this move a C. I mean, obviously the Colts were going to take a quarterback. It was just a matter of do they want to go Will Levis or do they want to go Anthony Richardson? And while I understand the comparisons between him and Jalen Hurts, who Shane Steichen just coached in his time at Philly, I don't think he's a finished product yet. And yes, I understand the arguments of getting him out there on the field and getting him that playing experience. But on the other hand, it's like you the worst thing you can do is thrust him out there and he's not ready and then he just winds up playing really really bad that's not fair to him and I think that you have Gardner Minshew in tow so help him out allow him to learn for Gardner at least sit on the bench for a bit or at least be able to come in on like different run plays and try trick plays but I would not immediately thrust him into the starting lineup and that's a big reason why I'm giving it a C just because I don't think Richardson is ready yet and I don't know when he will be and so it'll be interesting to see if you're the Colts how patient are you with his progression the fifth overall pick, the Seattle Seahawks went against the grain and selected cornerback Devin Witherspoon out of Illinois. I love this pick. Um, I'm giving this an A. I mean, like I was mentioning with both Ethan and other people, you look at what the Seahawks are doing. They're really building up that defense overall, starting with that secondary. I mean, you already have Tariq Woolen, who was great. You drafted Kobe Bryant, who was really good. And then at safety, you just brought in Julian Love. You still have Quandre Diggs and my main man, Jamal Adams, back there. Then looking at front seven, you just brought in Draymond Jones. You bring back Bobby Wagner. Jordan Brooks is coming back from his injury. Uh, Boye Mafe is a rookie you guys just drafted. 
I mean, overall, the Seahawks defense is looking really, really good from top to bottom. I think this was an amazing move on their end, and I'm excited to see what this new group looks like. With the sixth overall pick, the Arizona Cardinals, after trading up, after trading back to 12 with the Texans, um, they make this trade with the Detroit Lions to select offensive tackle Paris Johnson Jr. out of Ohio State. This move was kind of starting to gain some steam this week as it was reported that apparently Kyler Murray was really intent and hoping that the team was going to bring in some offensive line help. Well, they do that with six, with arguably the best offensive tackle in the league, I mean, in this draft class. So I, I give it a B. Yes, you got to protect your quarterback. That's always important. But then again, you look at the Cardinals roster, and I mean, they had holes across the board. So honestly, any pick that they would have gotten would have been an improvement over what they already have beside maybe quarterback. With the seventh overall pick, the Las Vegas Raiders select edge rusher Tyree Wilson out of Texas Tech. This is an interesting one to me because, like, obviously they need to fix that defense. They were one of the worst in both um, in their secondary as well as in their pass rush. You get Tyree Wilson in, you get to pair him up with the likes of Chandler Jones and Max Crosby, which could really help to kind of give bolster up their pass rush. So I give this move a B minus. Do I think they probably should win in their secondary? Yes, but at the very least they're focusing on that pass rush what they're going to need going up against those offenses like the Chargers, Chiefs, and Broncos. With the 8th overall pick the Atlanta Falcons select running back B. John Robinson out of Texas. Little conflicted on this but right now I think I'm going to call it a B plus. Arthur Smith the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons was previously the offensive coordinator for the Tennessee Titans. What the Tennessee Titans have? Derrick Henry. And if you want to talk about a bell cow running back, he was the personification of that. And then you look at their offense now, Desmond Ritter, they're trying to give him a shot. The best thing they can do is give him a really good run game to work with, as well as weapons on the outside, such as Kyle Pitts and Drake London. B. John Robinson is just another piece of that puzzle to make the Falcons be pretty Pretty fun to watch this upcoming year if everything goes according to plan. With the ninth overall pick, the Philadelphia Eagles traded up one pick with the Chicago Bears to select defensive tackle Jalen Carter out of Georgia. I would give this move a B, solid B, mainly because in terms of talent, Jalen Carter would have absolutely gone higher than this. However, just all the reports that were coming out about the off the field things and then not having the best workout and questions about his effort. I mean, it's just so many questions around Jalen Carter that makes it hard to focus on him as a player. And I think that Philly can get the most out of him. But those kind of questions of if he's going to be able to stay dedicated and really keep his head in the game is why this isn't higher than a B for me. With the 10th overall pick, the Chicago Bears selected offensive tackle Darnell Wright out of Tennessee. I like the position. I don't know if I would have picked this specific player, but I still give it a B minus. I mean... I don't think at this point Darnell Wright was the best offensive lineman on the board. However, this offseason, like I said, has been all about Justin Fields. Darnell Wright bringing him in, putting him at right tackle is going to allow them to keep ensuring that Justin Fields is not only upright but getting better. With the 11th overall pick, the Tennessee Titans select offensive tackle Peter Skaronsky out of Northwestern. Now, one of the reasons why a lot of pundits thought that he slipped a little bit was because he's projected more to be a guard. However, it's looking like the Titans want him to play tackle opposite uh, Andre Dillard, who's going to be a left tackle, which, I mean, I respect and understand. I like Peter Skaronsky, and I mean, for those of you who've been keeping track 
of my uh, mock drafts, I think my first two mocks, I had him going to Tennessee. So I give this move an A. I think that his versatility that allows him to not only play that right tackle position, but also kick inside um, and replace the likes of Nate Davis could be really well, fare really well for Tennessee. At the 12th overall pick, uh, the Detroit Lions probably had the biggest shock of the draft as they selected running back Jameer Gibbs out of Alabama. Again, I'm not a hater. I love running backs. But for me, this move is a C. I just, you have DeAndre Swift in tow. And I believe that when he's healthy, he has a very similar skill set to Jameer Gibbs. But, of course, it, the operative word is healthy, and that's been the hardest part. You just brought in uh, David Montgomery, who was more of a ground-and-pound type guy, not as elusive and not as good as a, a receiver out of the backfield. But he's still serviceable enough. And so just looking at the Lions offense, for those of you who listened to the podcast earlier today, I mentioned how I feel like they need to get some firepower, they need to get some juice somewhere. I wasn't expecting it to be running back. And, again – I like Jameer Gibbs. Do I like him enough to be taken, not only in the first round, but this high? No. And so, unless they're going to get a really high amount of production out of him early, I don't see this being higher than a C for me. Or at least not right now. I could be wrong. Uh, With the 13th overall pick, the Green Bay Packers selected edge rusher Lucas Van Ness out of Iowa. It's funny because all my mocks, I said I thought they were going to go pass catcher. I even mentioned maybe this will be the year that they decide to get a wide receiver in the first round. Nah, they get an edge rusher. And Lucas Van Ness is fine. I mean, he never was a starter in his career, but when he did play, he was productive. Just came off a season where he had six and a half sacks. That's going to play in this league. And I know that the Packers are trying to get a bit more firepower in their front seven, especially after uh, losing Darius Smith a couple years ago. So him and Rashawn Gary could put forth some pretty big numbers if he is able to live up to the potential surrounding him. But the 14th overall pick, the Pittsburgh Steelers traded up uh, with the New England Patriots to select offensive tackle Broderick Jones out of Georgia. I think this is a B-plus pick. I mean, this is literally around the area I thought Broderick Jones was going to get picked. And, I mean, when it came out that the Steelers were interested in trading up, the only feasible position seemed to be offensive tackle. It's, this offseason has been really about fortifying their needs, and offensive tackle was a big need of theirs. Now you get Broderick Jones, and now looking at your offense, you got Kenny Pickett there, Najee Harris, and then your receivers, and uh, George Pickens, Deontay Johnson, and now Allen Robinson. You look pretty solid. So I like this move, um, and I'm just excited to see which if he's going to play left or right tackle because, honestly, Dan Moore wasn't really cutting it at left tackle, and Ekafor was been fine at right, but Broderick Jones is good enough to play either side, depending on where you put him. Uh, with the 15th overall pick, the New York Jets make a shock pick by selecting edge rusher Will McDonald, the fourth out of Iowa State. With most of the high-end offensive tackles off the board, it did create an interesting conversation about where do the Jets go, maybe JSN. Instead, they get an edge rusher in McDonald, and I give this move a B-. minus. I like Will McDonald. Do I like him more than the other edge rushers on the board at this point? No, which is why I don't have this grade higher than a B-. minus. But it's a nice insurance policy. Bryce uh, Huff has been really good, but he has a contract coming up. Carl Lawson could possibly be a cap casualty because of how much money he's making without much production to go with it. So I think that Will McDonald, it might be a bit before he really gets to see a lot of playing time, but it could be a move that pays off in the future. 
All right, 16th overall pick, the Washington Commanders select cornerback Emmanuel Forbes out of Mississippi State. I give this move an A minus. I know there's a lot of talk about Emmanuel Forbes and him being have a slight frame. I think he's 166 pounds, but the brother makes plays. And in today's NFL, you have to have playmakers on both sides of the ball if you want to have success. We know that the Commanders have them in their front seven. Now they get one in their secondary. So I really, really like this move. With the 17th overall pick, the New England Patriots select cornerback Christian Gonzalez out of Oregon. I, I don't know. I, maybe mine and the New England Patriots like draft plans or like how we view prospects just aren't aligned, which obviously, but they're the ones making millions of dollars to make picks. I'm just doing this for free, talking about it. But a lot of their picks as of late, I haven't loved. I love this pick. I'm giving it an A. I mean, when you look at the Patriots defense, I mean, their front seven looks pretty good I mean Matt Judon's holding things down um Josh Uche really had a kind of a breakout year Devon Godshaw and then Lawrence Guy and those guys are holding up that defensive line so you look on the back end it doesn't have as much I don't want to keep saying firepower but for lack of a better word it just doesn't have that with Christian Gonzalez you now have a number one corner who I think is lanky can make plays and kind of can be that guy that spark guy that the Patriots secondary have not had since Stephon Gilmore with the 18th overall pick the Detroit Lions again pulled a shock but in a good way by selecting linebacker Jack Campbell out of Iowa y'all know I love me some inside linebacker it's my favorite position and I love this pick. I'm giving it an A minus. I know there have been kind of questions about inside linebacker and where that value lies. But if you look at what the Lions are trying to do, like Dan Campbell said, he wants to bite kneecaps off. He wants to be aggressive. He wants to be physical. He wants to be tough. And Jack Campbell encompasses all of those things on top of being a terrific leader. So seeing what he's going to be able to bring to that front set is going to be really, really good. And I'm anticipating that this Lions defense is going to be a lot better because of the addition of Jack Campbell. With the 19th overall pick, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, another bit of a shock. So like defensive tackle Kalijah Cansey out of Pittsburgh. Interested. I know they lost uh, Rakeem Noches. I don't remember his other name. Whatever. He's gone. Um, and so that does create an interesting hole. But they just took Logan Hall not too long ago. I think last year. And then they have Vita Veda. So I'm very interested to see how Cansey fits into this defensive line. But, I mean, they want to get stronger in the trenches. Not the move I would have made, especially because offensive tackle is such a big need. Maybe even quarterback because, I mean, Will Levis is still sitting there. But if uh, – Sorry, I lost my train of thought. I'll say this, though. If uh, Todd Bowles doesn't do anything, he's going to make sure his defense is right, and this move helps their defense look good. So I'll give it a B-. minus. All right, next up at the 20th overall pick, the Seattle Seahawks selected wide receiver Jackson Smith and Jigba out of Ohio State. I'm giving this an A. I mean, Geno Smith, he had his great year last year. He gets a big three-year contract extension. He's making his money. That's great. How do you ensure that Geno Smith has the best tools and that he's able to have success? You put weapons around him. You already got DK. You already got Tyler Lockett. Now you get Jackson Smith and Jigba to put in the slot. That Seahawks offense that was already good is going to be even better this time around as long as they can stay healthy. With the 21st overall pick, the Los Angeles Chargers select wide receiver Quentin Johnson out of TCU. 
I'm not gonna lie. I'm very. I was very happy when this pick was announced because that meant that Baltimore wasn't gonna get Quentin Johnston. And no disrespect to Quentin Johnston because he has the ultimate look of a wide receiver. He has the height, the weight, the speed. He looks the part. However, if you're dropping over 10% of your targets. I don't want you because I already experienced a similar thing with Brashad Perryman. I don't never got to go down that road again. But with that being said, I do like this move for the Chargers. I'm giving it a B plus because for those of you who've been keeping track of my mock drafts, most of them have included getting wide receivers um, getting taken. And you get Quinn Johnson. I mean, you just get another basketball player on the outside or maybe even in the slot unless you want to bring Keenan Allen into the slot. I mean, he's another big guy. He's strong. He's physical. And with the kind of questionable health of Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, having Quinn Johnson out there not only gives Justin Herbert another toy, but it also gives somebody he can build chemistry with and work magic with if those injuries start to occur again. With the 22nd overall pick, my Baltimore Ravens selected wide receiver Zay Flowers out of Boston College. I love this move, and I'm going to give it an A, and it's not solely because I'm a fan of the team. But looking at the roster, I mean, Odell Beckham bringing him in was a great move. However, it's only a one-year deal. Uh, Devin Duvernay only has one more deal left on year left on his deal. Rashad Bateman has been good when he's been healthy, but the question is, when is he healthy? And so because of all these factors, Baltimore could not ignore the wide receiver position. Could they have gone corner? Absolutely. But with Zay Flowers available, I mean, it's hard to pass him up. He's arguably the most explosive wide receiver in this class. I mean, he can make it work from the inside or outside despite his size. And like he said, he's explosive and he's going to make plays no matter what. I'm excited to see what he's going to be able to do in this offense because I think they're going to give him a lot of chances to do it with him starting in the slot. With the 23rd overall pick, the Minnesota Vikings select wide receiver Jordan Addison out of USC. I'm giving this pick a B minus and not because I don't like Jordan Addison and I don't think that he's good. I like Jordan Addison a lot. I think that this was about the range I expected him to go in, but it wouldn't shock me if he went a little higher. But the reason why I'm giving this a B minus is because have y'all have y'all signed saw the, the Vikings defense? For anybody who needs a reminder of how bad the Vikings defense was. Please turn your attention to the wild card round game against the New York Giants. That tells you everything you need to know. And mind you, since then, they really have not made any major additions. They did bring in Marcus Davenport, and they signed Byron Murphy to replace Patrick uh, Peterson. But needless to say, they still got a lot of work to do on that defense. And so the reason why I don't have a higher grade on this Jordan Addison edition is because I just feel like they should have spent more of their – they should have gotten a defensive player, whether it be an edge rusher because Nolan Smith was available, maybe a defensive tackle, uh, Brian Barisi or Mozzie Smith was there, or another corner because there were quite a few other corners available at that point. While Jordan Addison and Jay Jettis is going to be a lot of fun to watch, I still don't think they made the right pick. But if they just want to go ahead and give Kirk Cousins as much weapons as he can in this final year, that's fine too, but... You got to be able to stop somebody. And Jordan Addison's good, but I haven't seen him play corner. With the 24th overall pick, speaking of corner, uh, the New York Giants traded up one pick to select Deontay Banks out of Maryland. I'm going to give this pick an A-. I like this pick a lot. I think Deontay Banks is one of those guys who – I think his stock has really started to rise since the combine because he was able to show off his athleticism to go along with that length. And 
the Giants spoke about it. I mean, one of their biggest things was they wanted to get faster this offseason. Deontay Banks had one of the fastest 40 times of the postseason. So I think that this move makes a lot of sense for them. And I'm excited to see what he's going to be able to do in that defense because we know Kayvon Thibodeau is going to be running things up front. He could be running things on the back end. Uh, with the 25th overall pick, the Buffalo Bills traded up with the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars in order to select tight end Dalton Kincaid out of Utah. I'm going to give this pick a C- minus because, one, you just paid Dawson Knox. Two, I understand you want to get another pass catcher to pair with Stephon Diggs because it's really been Stephon Diggs and the Temptations. I just don't know if Dalton Kincaid was the right move. Like, and I feel like it's probably one of those things like trying to copy and paste what the Philadelphia Eagles, I mean, not Eagles, uh, what the Kansas City Chiefs do. Travis Kelsey is amazing. Travis Kelsey is terrific, but he there's only one Travis Kelsey. I think Dalton Kincaid has potential to be really good, but is he going to become the Buffalo Bills version of Travis Kelsey? No. And I think that if that's what they were trying to do, I think they failed miserably because they could have used this pick to improve their defense, especially their pass rush, because it did suffer once Von Miller went down, maybe at another corner, or trade back and possibly get another wide receiver. But tight end just did not make that much sense to me here. Next up with the 26th overall pick, the Dallas Cowboys selected defensive tackle Mozzie Smith out of Michigan. I'm going to give this move a solid B. Um, in my mock draft, I had them taking a the D tackle. I just had them go Brian Barisi instead out of Clemson. Um, they need to stop the run. I mean, looking at this team, they do a lot of things well, but stopping the run was not one of them, thus creating a needed defensive tackle. Mozzie Smith is a big mauler type guy coming out of Michigan. And even though he's not a guy you can expect to play every single down, when he does play and he, his motor is going, he is very hard to get by if you're a running back. Next up with the 27th overall pick, the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars selected offensive tackle Anton Harrison out of Oklahoma. I give this move a B because this is another one. I was like, y'all could have added to your defense, but I totally understand why you do it. You just lost Juwan Taylor in free agency. Cam Robinson is expected to get suspended. While I don't think those two that factor is the reason why they got him in the first round, I'm sure they were probably already targeting him, but it has created an even bigger need at tackle. I mean – Trevor Lawrence really broke out towards the end of the year, and you got to do everything to keep him upright and to keep him safe. Anton Harrison helps you to do that. With the 28th overall pick, the Cincinnati Bengals selected edge rusher Miles Murphy out of Clemson. This was an interesting one because I'm not shocked that they got an edge rusher. Am I shocked that it was Miles Murphy? A little bit. But I do think that they could have studied to get a bit better in terms of creating pressure. Um... Because Trey Hendrickson is great, Sam Hubbard is pretty good, but DJ Reader is more of a run stopper. BJ Hill is a bit, he does, he's a bit of a tweener. He does a little bit of everything. So having a guy like Miles Murphy coming in and kind of be wreaking havoc on the edge, I think it's a solid move. I give it a B. Of the 29th overall pick, the New Orleans Saints selected defensive tackle Brian Reese out of Clemson. I'm going to give this move a B minus. I think that they did have a need at defensive tackle. I know in one of my mocks I had them get one. But Brian Barisi is one of those guys who he's good when he's good. But injuries, it's been a lot of injuries that have slowed him down. And, I mean, the Saints have kind of already 
seen this movie before. I mean, just recently with Marcus Davenport, another guy who couldn't stay healthy. And sure, they play a different position, but I mean, if you're going to put him on that defensive line and hope that he's going to give you some production, whether that be in terms of sacks or stopping the run, he's got to be available. And so because of that, we we shall see. Um, so let's go ahead and move on to the 30th overall pick where the edge rusher Nolan Smith just falls into the laps of the Philadelphia Eagles. This is an A-plus for me. I know that when you look at Nolan Smith's overall production, it's not wowing you. You're not looking at him in the same way as a Will Anderson or a Tyree Wilson. But Nolan Smith was one of those heart and soul guys of the Georgia defense and just effort. I mean, whenever you watched him before he suffered his injury, I mean, he was all over the field. He was always near the ball making plays or just about to make plays before one of his teammates comes and wraps up a runner. And just seeing that and seeing his potential and what he can be, and the league just let him fall into the Eagles' lap. I'm very excited to see how it looks. I don't think he plays much his rookie year, but I think his potential is through the roof. And I'm very excited to see what he does um, once he starts to actually get some valuable snaps. And then last but certainly not least, with the 31st overall pick, the host of the 2023 NFL Draft and reigning Super Bowl champions, Kansas City Chiefs select edge rusher Felix Anaduke Uzama out of Kansas State. I give this move a solid B+. Uh, This was another move that I mocked. I think I got, of my last one, like three and a half picks right because I had Will Anderson at three but not to the right team. So, slight pat on my back. Uh, But, yeah, I'm giving this a B+. Um, Looking at the uh, defensive line now, with uh, Frank Clark gone, it definitely creates a need. I mean, they did sign Charles Omenu from uh, – San Francisco but I mean that's just a short-term option whereas with Felix you can kind of help groom him and get him ready to kind of take over as a full-time starter because I mean he has the motor that has helped to make him very successful I mean again he was another one of those combine standouts and I think that the Chiefs and uh, Steve Spagnuolo are going to be able to get him right where he needs to be in order to make him a consistent performer for that unit but that is my 2023 first round grades thank you guys so much for listening I will not be doing grades for day uh two and three but at the conclusion of day three i will be finishing up my uh 2023 nfl draft review which is where i go through every team's picks um and i pick out overall just an overall assessment of their draft picks what i think they were trying to achieve um my favorite pick and then just how i expect them this rookie class to produce and so I do it for all 32 teams it is a labor of love but it is fun it's a great way to cap off one of the best weeks in all of sports so I hope you guys enjoyed this please let me know what you think about either the grade that I gave your team selection or just feedback on other teams I'm always happy to hear what you guys think um again thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you all next time